The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. Yeah, I think next time there may have to be a ban on tequila. I'm the tequila thinking, guy was out in full The force. tequila guy is more of a summer guy, I think, more than the more than the winter. Yeah. I think we both, every, our listeners and friends are very generous when it comes to um, purchasing us beverages. But I think also you and I on event days forget to eat. Oh, yeah. That's what I didn't do. Me too. But it was still awesome. It was so fun. It was so much yeah, fun. Um, I might have accidentally tripped and maybe fallen on something and now I have a giant I'm pretty place. sure I danced. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot to get to today, but I do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. Some people do forget that we have that there, and I want to remind everybody that if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, just go to funemploymentradio.com first. People ask us, what's the easiest way that we can support you? That's uh, super easy. Just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on that Amazon link. Click on the Amazon link. And then fulfill your shopping desires. Whatever it is you want to buy. We can't see what you buy. We're not, we'd have no idea. All we know is that Amazon will send us and say, hey, somebody purchased some stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's a little percentage. So whatever you're buying, just know that we're not judging or looking at it. No. Like, we can't see it. So whether it's business or pleasure or highly personal. Or maybe your business is your pleasure. Maybe that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. I'm in the business of pleasure. Yeah, that's kind of a weird way to say it. That's a weird way to say it. Hmm. I have been, I actually uh, went to Funnel Planet Radio, clicked on the Amazon link this week, because every once in a while, I'm not like a big, like, purchaser of shoes online, but I will get a, like, I'll, like, all of a sudden be like, I need a new pair of shoes, and I will spend hours, if not days, researching and finding the perfect pair of shoes. Right now, I'm in the throes of trying to find my perfect pair of black platform boots. Don't you already have some black platform boots? You know, it doesn't matter. That's not the proper question. I just, I didn't know how that... that's not that's not the proper etiquette to ask somebody okay. how many pairs of black platform boots they have because it's clearly not your business. Okay. So, All right. Um, I'm going to need to get that. How many up. pairs of shoes would be too many shoes? When would you be? Would you be? Uh, well, the only out? thing I don't think I can ever have too much stuff. I have been downgrading, but I think that I just have too small of an apartment because uh-huh. my closet. I basically have just like one. Like the size of our doorway, like a basic doorway, and then that depth is basically the size of my only closet that I have. Uh, can you explain that? Like, what what depth are you talking about? I don't know, like four, like a regular <laughs> closet depth, but only the width of like a doorway. So it's a okay. very small closet. It's not walk-in. It's not anything. It's a uh-huh. small, tiny closet. How many pairs of shoes do you own currently? I got rid of a lot of them. Really? Yeah, I've been I've been downgrading in my um, in my advancing age. Okay, so what? What, how many would you say that you have right now? I mean, that I wear in rotation or like all together? Um, all together. Let's do a total number. All right. So the ones that I usually wear, I have lined up like uh, outside of where I keep my other ones. So like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I probably have like 12 in my regular rotation right now. Wow. And then. So you could go two weeks almost and have a different pair of shoes each day. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all different. Are you shoes. counting boots in this? Or are you just counting uh, shoes? Yeah, I don't know. I probably have like I don't know. A lot of people have lots of shoes. I have like Oh, I know. I'm I'm not judging. I'm just trying to get an I'm trying to understand because if I'm I trying had to, to downsize. Guess how many pairs of shoes I have? I would probably say as a total, I probably have about 50. Oh my god. That's not that many. 50 pairs of shoes? 
Yeah, most people have that many. They do? Well, I see, I'm trying so. to use this to basically gauge on whether or not I'm I'm normal or not when it comes to shoes, because we've talked about it before that I'm not a not a huge shoe person because I don't really know what I'm doing. Maybe 45. I like quality. Yeah. Are you trying to knock five off? You don't like quality. Did you say you like quality? I do. But you don't buy like a single pairs of expensive like $300 no. shoes. That's all right, when you no. say I buy quality, that's like you buying like Manolo Blonde. It's like, all right, I pay, I spend four hundred. I have no idea what you just said. That was like a different language. Exactly. I have no idea what that just meant. Like, it's not like you're spending Manolo, like five hundred. Manolo, what did you say? Never mind. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm not that fancy. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's like you saying like, all right, well, I'll buy like one like five hundred dollar pair of shoes, and then that way it'll like. Pe- but no, you don't. Do have you think five- I'm going to spend five hundred dollars on anything? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You don't do quality, not quantity. <laughs> you just do low quality, low quantity. Well, I mean, you know, it depends on how you look at it. I find a pair that I like and I treasure them. What is the what is the monetary oh, value? Courtney have to is do saying with that? that she and her family might have fifty pair of shoes. Yeah, with her and family of four. I I'm mean, noticing that right I there. I didn't see that. dot com slash lives our live chat six ninety nine a month that you can join and. Uh, but get some all of kinds them of I just hang on to because some of them are like maybe a little small, but I just can't give myself to get rid of them because like uh-huh. maybe my shoes, my feet will shrink back. Yeah, see, it's being noted. So John is saying I have four pair if you count dressy shoes that I never wear. So I've got a pair of. I got a couple of pairs of dressy shoes. One I should probably get rid of. Uh, one that I wear quite a bit. And then, oh, I do have one like fancier pair of dress shoes for like real special Are those occasions. the ones with your lifts? They're not lifts. No, there are no lifts. They're just a gentle sloping heel that gives you some added height. When you buy men's shoes, a lot of times they come with the heel on there. I don't know why. That's just what it is. I am not trying to make up for anything. You know, so that's that's not necessary. And then I've got a... Yeah. A couple of pair of pairs of vans. All right, people are saying like how many chucks? So I have like yeah, black platform pair of chucks, black flat pair of chucks, a maroon high top pair of chucks. Oh, these amazing uh like Sailor Jerry weird ones that I got in New York like twelve years ago that I can't have myself get rid of. They have like weird artwork on the side of them. Sailor Jerry's like the the rum? Yeah, but it was like some like uh it was some like flash art, some sort of thing that they did where it was like the like tattoo flash art. So they're like this beige pair with all these like weird designs on them. They're really cool. So you have rum shoes. I have rum shoes. <laughs> I have a pair of vans with black with skulls on them. I have two black high top vans. Are we going through all of them? Two pairs of rain boots. I'm noticing a lot of black high top vans that are being mentioned. I only have two. Uh huh. Only two. Yeah, so let's going back to shoes. Uh, so what men's shoes come with an added heel, Greg, it's being asked. Well, when I go shopping for my men's shoes at my men's shopping stores, Ross Dress for Less, I, uh, they usually have heels on them. I don't know why. I don't know why they do. I mean, I have big feet. I mean, because I think the reason that they have heels is because with your human eyes, you're picking out the shoes that have heels. No, no, because I try to find shoes that look classy in certain situations. So w- in your mind, what you're thinking is the shoes with heels are classy. Well, I'm not... They're usually the ones that fit me. I'm a size 11 and a half, 11 to 11 and a half, depending on what the shoe is. So it's... I have large feet for my short height. Mm-hmm. And you've so... Got the, you've got clown feet. I've got clown... Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got giant clown mountain climbing feet. I mean, I could climb a mountain like that. You know, I, would, I will be set. In the apocalypse, when we all have to run to the mountains, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be the first one up the hill. So I'm not worried about that. But finding good shoes is an issue. Because I I can't find a lot that are that are that are in that size that aren't healed yeah, at that, Ross that Dress aren't for Less at Ross okay. Dress for Less at my classy Again. places that I go for anyway low we're not quality, talking about me quantity, yes 
<laughs> I'm efficient. That's what it is. Efficient. Well, because I have, I, I'm not spending a vast right, amount of... This whole of, show isn't about shoes. No, I know, I'm sorry, to, but I'm just saying, I just have a lot I of... I think them. I hit a chord here with Sarah. So. No, but I just, I have them, those shoes that I'll have, I wear them. But like, I also, I'm not quite a hoarder. I don't have enough room to be a hoarder. I feel like mm-hmm. I have significantly cut down on the amount of... Like when I had my old apartment... I had at least three times as many shoes, clothes, everything. I've been giving a lot of my stuff away. Yeah. I donate a lot of my clothes and my shoes. Like, if I know I'm not going to wear something, I'm just like, if I really want it again, I can buy it again someday. I don't need to keep hanging on to this and dragging it. We need to get somebody onto the show who's like an organizer that could help us out with this. Because here's where I my problem is. I would not get is. along well with that person. Yeah, I, I highly doubt you would. No. Yeah, somebody telling you what I to do. I don't think that I would like that. Yeah. I know Somebody I coming would. in. Maybe I should come in and tell you what to do with your stuff. That's not going to work out real. All right, so. Yeah, I, I totally listen to you. One, one thing that I have an issue with is T-shirts. And we're going to get on to some other topics here. But uh, with sh- me, that's where my problem is. It's not shoes, clearly. But shirts, every time I go on vacation or I go somewhere cool or there's, I like to buy a T-shirt. You know, I don't do it every time. I guess I take that back. But on occasion, especially if I go travel someplace that I've never been before, I like to buy a shirt. And so I've done this. Now, you know, enough places where I've got this giant, I've got a pretty big collection of shirts, and I never wear these shirts. I don't wear them. Like, there's some of the shirts that I have, I've had them for 15 years from some place I went 15 years ago, like uh, Greasy Tony's in Tucson. Oh, yeah, you love that shirt. I used to, but I haven't, I haven't actually worn that shirt in like five years. All right, but, see, but I can't get rid thing. of it. So what? But I can't get rid of it because it's so, taking up space. But I mean, I know, but since when has it been a sh- like, why is everybody shamed to like hang on to things? Like, I'm sorry if someone thinks that they're on a deeper level because they can get rid of all of their, you know, possessions. Oh, I've and struck just, a chord. Like, no, no, but I'm serious. I'm just talking about in general. Like, people are almost shamed about holding on to things because it's like, oh, you, sh- you just need to like declutter your life, let your past go. Why can't you hold on to your Greasy Tony's shirt? Why can't I hold on to my ill-fitting pair of Doc Martens that I got in London in 1999 that might not quite fit me, but I still like them because they have sentimental value? Why not? Well, I mean, you can. Exactly. It's, just, it's a matter of room. It is. I mean, space. if you have the room, if you have the space, why do people like, oh, I, you just should downsize. Like, everyone's telling everybody else how to live their lives. Maybe some people want to live in clutter. There's some place between a hoarder and a, a minimalist. You can live in the middle zone. If you were allowed to, would you become a hoarder if you had enough space? Uh, probably not. That would drive me crazy. Yeah, you think so? I would have a big closet, though. Uh-huh. That's what I'd do. Okay. That's that's the thing that it seems like I'm hoarding the most is I don't have enough room for, like, my clothes, which I've had for a long time. It's not like I'm out purchasing a lot of new clothes. I just have acquired. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. have expensive tastes. I have a lot of thrift store clothes. But right. you know, a lot of them, like, I hate it. People are like, oh, well, you should just downsize your life. Because a lot of times when I get rid of something, I end up regretting it. I'm like, well, I haven't, like, if you haven't touched it for six months, just get rid of it. And then I'll think about that dress, like, um, like a year later. I feel later. like you've read a lot of posts from people saying these things. Mm-hmm. Like, we're getting into something here. No, and, like, I'll see, like, I'll, I will, re- like, a, a year later, I'm like, oh, I had this really amazing vintage dress that I hadn't worn, but I was reading this thing about how you should downsize your life because, you know, you aren't your objects. And then I'll be like, motherfucker, I gave away that dress that I really liked, <laughs> and now I don't have it to wear. I mean, I don't think anybody's forcibly making you move They it. are with their shame. It's the shame game. There is some shaming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, as Jacob says, you know, so what if I like to keep my gas mask on my mannequin torso? Exactly. Which you have at your house. Yeah, you exactly. have a gas mask on a mannequin torso. But that's important. I don't know. I just don't like feeling as if, like, I'm doing something irresponsible because I like to hang on to things. Like, mm-hmm. my parents, like, growing up, like, my parents' house isn't cluttered. It isn't, like, a big... 
Uh, they aren't hoarders, but my, they've traveled a lot and they've collected a lot of things. So it's always kind of cozy and there are knickknacks. Mm-hmm. And there are things. Yeah. That's, a, that's comfortable to me. I don't like having sparse, like, here are my two T-shirts, my, my light gray and my dark gray T-shirt that I bought at, uh, you know, Anthropology for $700. That's, is that how much a T-shirt is? I don't know. I'm I don't shop sure. there. Okay. All right. Well, wow. I mean, I think that's... I'm sorry. No, I, I didn't realize when we brought this up that this would be such an issue. And, it's, I'm, you know, I'm not judging. No, because I like want to I said, to I've be, got my own thing. Because people talk about that, you know, like the... Whatever that book is where they're like, oh, yeah, we're touch it. And if it doesn't bring you happiness, then get rid of it. Uh-huh. And I've tried to do that. And I'm like touching my shirt. I'm like, it's a shirt. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Like, should I feel happy? Should I feel sad? I just feel like it's a shirt that I might or might not wear someday. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with it? I don't know. I guess I keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on to it. Just Hold in on case. for one more day. Yes. All right. And that's how we get 50 pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I just, I'm, I'm. That was a surprise topic that we kind of went down there, and I'm just glad that we we ascertained a little bit. I was just trying to figure out if I was being weird. So I don't um, know what you're talking about. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's good. Okay, I am not working through issues and totally like putting them out into the world based on people's judgments about me. Absolutely not. Anyway, this weekend was super fun. It was so over this last weekend we had our Fun Employment Radio Experience, which uh, this one was the the live recording of movie commentary. And then followed by Fun Employment Radio Bingo. And a huge thank you to Not Your Mom's Iced Tea for being the sponsor of this event last weekend. And uh, we really appreciate their support. So er- anywhere you see that, Not Your Mom's Iced Tea or any of their other products, pick up pick up a six-pack. Yeah. They are awesome. And, and shoot us uh, a picture. Yeah. If you want to, we'll always just send it over to our buddy Sean, who's That super is always that. great. Yeah, we love to see pictures. So if you post those on social media, just tag us on it. Um, but... I want to say thank you especially to everybody who came out over this last weekend. I know there's a lot going on, and I'm just so glad of everybody that came out. We had such a good time. So the movie that we watched together was The Room. We watched The Room together, the world's worst movie ever created, and Sarah's dream come true. It was, and you helped make Sarah's dream come true this weekend. It was so much fun, and I did preface the movie by saying, just so you know, like this isn't one of those, oh, but there's like a moral to the story, yeah. and <laughs> it's a really good movie hidden uh, under the guise of a bad movie. No, it's a bad movie. It's bad, bad, and it is... It was so much fun to watch it with a room full of people, like, heckling and laughing. And yeah. and we all um, – if you look this up online for live screenings of the room, a lot of times people throw spoons, like plastic spoons at it. So we all got into, like, throwing the spoons at the movie. Yeah. Um, it was just so much fun. It, it was so much fun. And it, thank you, everybody, who came out. And it was just the best way to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So just a, yeah, seriously, a very, very big thank you to everybody who was able to make it out there. And then we had Bingo, and even more people came down and hung out for that. And Bingo was a ton of fun. That's what we were talking about with the, te- the tequila. I was doing good. I, you know, I had, a, I had a couple of drinks. You know, it's okay. It was celebrating on a Saturday afternoon, and I, I get it. You know, everybody likes to see what, how well I can do after a couple of drinks. And then um, the tequila started. You were getting a little was... egged on. I was actually doing it. Too. Yeah, you were doing it. You were leading the charge. I know, but then I too forgot that I hadn't eaten anything. Like that's what. Instead of getting drinks bought for me, I should have like had someone buy me some macaroni and cheese or something. <laughs> <laughs> that but would have probably the... boded more well. Well, the bottom line was though, it was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh! And it was it was great. And thank you everybody. And big thank you to the Landmark Saloon where we were at. Landmark Saloon, forty four seven Southeast Division. Um, 
Yeah, we had lots of conversations, talked to a lot of people. Met some new friends. Met some new friends. Spent time with old ones. Like it was just yeah. it was just such a fun day. Yeah, it really was. And uh and thank you to everyone. We were alerted to a new gang that's <gasps> in the area. Yes. So um I talked to Kevin and uh, who was out at the event and he was talking about how um let me see here. I think he I think he sent us an email with the with the actual picture. John says, uh, watching awkward sex scenes in a crowded room was an experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the other thing. If you've never seen the room, which you should. And like I said, if you're a live subscriber, I'll upload the commentary into the chat so, or into the archives. So live subscribers will be able to get that. And you'll be able to to listen to that along with the room if oh, you want to watch it by yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll put it in there. Oh, man. I, I'm not entirely sure how the recording worked out, but I'll put it up there. You can listen to it if you want. Don't if you don't, but it'll be there for for live subscribers. So $6.99 a month, first week is free. Um, but yeah, talking to Kevin, you know, a long time ago we talked about the gang that used to be in the neighborhood of our old studio. So we have our, our recording studio here with uh, our green room. It's a, a nice studio. We've been here for a few years. Before that, we were at another one. And at the other one, there was some kind of neighborhood gang that was tagging everything the bats b-a-t-z the bats and they were like tagging like parked cars and like old cars that hadn't moved for a long time there's some delivery truck that they tagged did you download a picture of this yet oh yeah yeah oh no i didn't yeah all right let me do yeah that. you want to okay, put that yeah, in the yep. chat so we can put it up there so uh kevin and this is why i love uh, everybody here who listens to fun employment radio who alerts us you know to neighborhood things that we should all be aware of and this is kind of our our gang awareness right now you know, we've warned you about the bats, the dangers of the bats, and uh, wow, how, however tough they that? must be. Oh, I'm t- how tough was, they must be for the bats. He was finger gunning. He was finger gunning. The B-A-T-Z-S. There's another group going around, apparently tagging things as the pubes. So there's, there's somebody. And he, he has seen a few. There's yeah, he's got the the pictures. It looks like it's the same kind of scrawl. It's the same, yeah, it's the same font, if you will. Yes. And right, apparently there is some that. kind of gang in the neighborhood of the Sandy Boulevard area of Portland going around tagging things as the pubes. So I just want to make sure everybody's aware of the dangers of what's out there. Uh Mr. Jenkins in the live chat saying, I've seen this pubes tag all over town. What? So apparently it's a whole thing. I don't think I've ever seen the pubes tag. Watch out, man. He's a member of the pubes. Do you want to mess oh, with? look out. Don't look at any members of the pubes the wrong way. So Alberta, Southeast Portland. So apparently they're showing up all over the place. What? And oh, another one. These uh th- this roving gang of the pubes, you know, it's really kind of become an issue. So I just want to make sure that everybody's aware. Greg, I don't want to encounter, uh, you know, one of the pubes <laughs> out on the street. Oh. I feel like this is going away that I don't want it's it It's going away that we probably shouldn't go. No. What would you name your gang if you could name one? Oh, Greg. Like if you had to name one. Oh. Like I mean, just off the bat. How do you name a gang? Like do you pick something you like? I think you need something plural. You know, something like plural, the do bats I have to do a- or the pubes. You know, something that a lot of people can be a member of. I think that that would probably be the best way. I mean, there's other ways to do it, too. I watch a lot of Gangland, so, uh, you know, I'm pretty well Well, what would your, if you watch a lot of Gangland, because I don't watch, I'm I'm busy watching all of my, um, you know, dramatic, like, CW. Yeah. Monarchy. Yeah. Shows. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, you could probably work something with that. The Queen, no, Queens the is Queens. too easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure somebody's already got that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one, that one probably wouldn't work. 
No, you got to have something kind of original. It's like a band name. Okay, well, what would yours be? It's a tough question. Because do I want to come off tough? You know? Sure. Like, we're dangerous. We're like, like we're the um, wolf claws. No, that doesn't really work. Wolf claw? No, that's not what it would be. That wouldn't be a very good one. I'm trying to think here. Like, something that's, like, we're, oh, there's we're the dragon's image. teeth. Dragon's teeth? That's pretty good. No, that's not going to work. No. That's not good? That's just kind of lame. Oh. What about switchblades with a Z? Switchblades is pretty good, but I, we would all carry switchblades. Again, would it, we would all go back to- Switchblades with a Y and a Z? Uh, S-W-Y. I like that. T-C-H-B-L-A-D-E-Z. I like that. I like where we're going here. Jacob, I think, uh, in the live chat, is a very big fan of Wolfclaw, but <laughs> that, could be a, that could be another good one, too. Uh, but yeah, okay, switch, the switchblades is pretty good. The snakes, and then when you encounter us, we're all like. So what you're thinking is like animals or pokey things. We're the snakes. Ooh, Keelan says the saws. And you extend the s out a lot. I like the saws. So if you're in my neighborhood, like if you're coming into my neighborhood where all the snakes are, all of a sudden just out of the shadows you hear this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's already a thing. Is it? I'm pretty sure there's a gang. Isn't there? Is there a gang called the snakes? I'm really give like West Side Story. Where they're in the shadows and just hear it. I don't think they do that, do they? That's the jets and the sharks. I think you're trying to steal my original idea and apply it to something else. Wow, yes. In 2018, you're coming up with a gang name called the Snakes. And so this when you're walking down stuff and right you hear now. it, yeah, people will be coming out of the shadows and, and you'll hear this. What you doing in this territory, man? Yeah. And then we'll all wear like Cobra Commander gear. That'll be our thing. That'll be like our gang gear. Yes! We'll wear Cobra gear. Oh, dude, this is pretty great. This is pretty good. I think I may have come up with my gang name. Well, anyway, what would yours be? I mean, you're sitting there making fun of mine. Well, I don't really want, I don't desire to be in a gang. No, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're one of those people. So I'm above the law. Or I... What? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Not much of a gang person, are you? No, not really. Yeah. Afraid nobody would join it? Everybody would want to join my gang. I don't know. Nobody like, would want to join yours. Are you kidding? Like you're you're making them make it. like douchey snake sounds. And they get to wear Cobra Commander gear. Mm. Yeah, I, I think mine's pretty awesome. No, that's just stealing someone else's. That's what they all do. Oh, the podcasters. Oh, there it is. The podsters. Oh, I'm a podster. Okay, this bit's this bit's over. No, I'm just trying to think of. No, um, yeah. What would you call? The podsters, I don't think that's a very good one. I think snakes snakes really does win at this point. Oh, the butter knives. That's another one. Mm-hmm. The buttermans. The butter buttermen? No. The buttermen? Yeah, I don't think this is really working out as well as I thought it would. All that's mm. going on in my head right now is because I fell down. So I've talked to you how I've been watching that oh, stupid, that um, amazingly terrible TV show, Rain. Yeah. I, I know you've seen me watching it, and you're like, what is this garbage, Sarah? Yeah. But it's... Amazing. So I just finished it, and I I will say I rain r e i g h or g n. And it's about Mary Queen of Scots trying to get, trying to rule England, or trying to yeah, to beat her cousin Elizabeth to try and uh, rule all of England because she is the proper heir to the to the English throne. And it was yeah, amazing. but it's a CW show. Yeah, but it's all, it kind of follows Does loosely. It? Does like, it? Uh, yes. It does because Didn't you after tell me I there's finished... a ghost involved in it right, at one well, point. You there's know a what? child ghost. Uh, Catherine uh, Medici actually did practice. Uh, she did dabble in witchcraft and the occult. 
I'm just saying. And so, yes, that was maybe expounded upon uh-huh. in this. Uh, again, Rain, it's just played by, you know, like supermodel 20-year-olds who, like, look nothing as if that they would, you know, that they would have in right. the 1500s. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great, but I fell down this rabbit hole, like, for, God, at least, like, an hour and a half, two hours yesterday about reading all about Mary, Queen of Scots, Queen Elizabeth, the Elizabethan period, like, going. And they did a pretty good job of at least a, a lot of the, the names and the things that happened. <laughs> they had the names, right? They had the names. <laughs> Uh, and the succession and uh, the people it was it was it was quite interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I feel see, like I learned that's a lot, something Greg. like what I do because that's a, I can't watch anything without having my computer up and so then I go down Wikipedia and find out all about it. Like any kind of a I was just doing it with Goodfellas. Not that I haven't done it before but then researching oh this guy's based on this person and this person did this and this person mm-hmm. part of the Kansas City mafia. I don't know. I'll fall I'll fall down all that stuff or anything historical. So that's good. You learned something out of rain. Right, so now I'm going to start watching. I know that you've seen this show. So now I'm kind of on a medieval drama kick. Uh-huh. Have you watched The Tudors? Yes. Yeah. I watched like the first three seasons. Well, I, like I don't that think I finished I don't, it. I feel like I have not. Because this um, is before Mary Queen of Scots, I know, because it's talking about this. Tudors is about Henry VIII, right? Yeah. It is not a CW show. Yeah. It's it's No, I know, because there were like lots of boobs already in like the first two minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would. It's much more up my alley. It's about Henry VIII, about what a what a terrible person he was. Because he was Queen Elizabeth's Reese, father, uh, What's right? his name? Uh, the guy who plays him. Yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan Reese. Jonathan Reese Darby or something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, he has crazy eyes. I can see why he's playing. Yeah, no, he's really good at it. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. So he's a young Henry VIII, obviously. It's not like the old picture of Henry VIII. Of, oh, yeah, know, so it's, really... a, it's being pointed out. It's an R-rated reign. Rain God, uh, there's like decapitations and some pretty gnarly stuff in that too. So uh, I'm giving the tutors a shot. I'm going to see what's... Maybe Rain mixed with Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. But uh, much more, a little more historically accurate. A lot of church oh, stuff. Oh, look at you turning up your nose on, oh, on Rain. Historically accurate. Yeah, okay, yes. I'm not gonna, <laughs> Yes. On your, your Rain CW show, I mean, yeah. It's... Are you are, are you really arguing whether the Tudors or Rain is more historically accurate? I'm saying that it was a good uh, it was a good jumping off point to learn a little bit about mm-hmm. history. Well, then the Tudors is a good step up for you mm-hmm. from there. It's it's not bad. I mean, certainly there's a lot of dramatization of everything, but it's a lot of you know whether he's going to be Catholic, whether he's going to break you know breaking off from the church, be product, like that's all the rain beheading rain. all of his wives because um, they won't give him an heir. Like he, you know, he had seven wives and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah, I know, Greg. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not a good person. He was not a good good guy. So it's it's an entertaining show. All right, well, for I'm sure. gonna start watching that. So this yeah. is uh, this is my new thing. Is this how people get started? Oh, Greg. Are you gonna start watching more history? No, no, no. Is this how people get started? Like being obsessed with like Renaissance fairs and stuff? I don't know. I think this is. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, because I kind of want to go to a Renaissance fair. You want to go to a Renaissance fair? I kind of do. I mean, I think that would be fun. That would be kind of fun. Oh, no. I don't know no. if I've ever been to one. I don't, I don't think I have. Okay, well, okay, well we need to... Maybe Fun Employment Radio goes Ren Fairing. Are you going to dress up? I don't Keelan know. is saying, is Greg simultaneously mansplaining TV shows and history? Yes. No, I am not. Yes, that was so funny that you say that. That's exactly what I he was doing. I am not mansplaining it to you. I'm... Okay. You're like, you're taking a step. Oh, first you said, you're taking a step up from Rain. Then you're like, oh yeah, the Tudors. Oh no, I'm shaming you for Rain. Absolutely. You haven't even watched it. You can't shame me for something you I haven't have seen watched. I have seen part of it. Megan Follows is in there, and Megan Follows is a treasure. 
Oh, the chick who plays Queen of Scots is pretty. Oh, yeah. Shaming rain makes it mansplaining. Oh, Greg's really sensitive about the mansplaining thing. I'm just trying to understand. Mm -hmm. No, you're just trying to tell me how to understand. <laughs> I think that's different. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. How are you? And welcome. Oh, no, 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 no. What did I just do? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. First up, you go to Las Vegas here and there for work and such, correct? I, I do. Yes, and you I go was to just the McCarran there in Airport. Yes, yes, and you indeed. didn't go and find the secret base. I did not have time I to go run to? through to find the secret base. I looked for the planes, the secret planes. Did you see them? No. All right, so you didn't do a good job. Nope. In any capacity. All right. Well, at McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas, they have now installed what they are calling marijuana and other drug paraphernalia amnesty boxes. So these are for passengers who forgot to get rid of their um, forget, forgot to get rid of their weed and uh -huh. other drugs before they end up getting on the plane. So Nevada legalized recreational marijuana last summer. But, yeah, it uh, was a big deal when I was down there. Everybody, all the cab drivers were talking about it. I'm like, well, oh, I'm yeah. from Oregon. We've had it for a little while. And you're like, um, we're old school. I'm uh, sorry. It's not uh, about the big deal to me. But. All right. So, uh, it's a, so possession of cannabis is banned at McCarran in order to comply with federal laws. So even though it's legal in Nevada, it is illegal in the airport. So there are these things that you can put your drugs into to get rid of them without any consequences. So uh, okay. there, so there are twenty marijuana. Just, are you talking about just like a trash can? No, so they're they're called marijuana amnesty boxes that have been installed in locations including parking garages and car rental areas. So what happens is you pull out the drawer, you drop your stuff in, and you close it, and then it goes into the thing. So you can't get your hand in there. And it says that they're monitored, so if you start to tamper with them because they're just <laughs> what boxes full of drugs, <laughs> which is going to end so well. Yeah. Boxes full of drugs all over Las Vegas. After people are like, I've not, nothing left to lose. Oh, look, there's a whole box full of fucking all kinds of drugs in there. Yeah. And there's no way somebody working at that airport may possibly get their hands on that. Yep. So it says, um, yes, yeah, so it says they're not, so they won't be monitored. They said they'll be like looked after, but they're not, like nobody's going to be standing there with the drug amnesty boxes. <laughs> um, crews say that the bins can also be used to dispose of prescription drugs and other prohibited items. So it's just like fun boxes full of everything bad <laughs> that people are going to want to get into that aren't being guarded. Huh. I mean, that's cool there. I don't know. That seems weird to me in a way. Isn't that strange? So the boxes Like, go are... to this spot where we can all see you bring in... I mean, marijuana is legal, so... But not at the airport. Yeah. Huh. That just seems like in any case where... Imagine... I mean, Boxes some, of drugs being... Well, it's more I'm picturing somebody who's showing up to the airport and is so stoned they forgot they stole their marijuana. Are they going to go to the police-provided box that, sure, there's no way they're videoing you or taking your picture as you throw it in there and get onto the plane? Yeah, so you think somebody super paranoid is really going to so do get that? This. It doesn't say it's from the government or the police. It says that the boxes are emptied frequently by a company on contract with the county. Oh, shit. So somebody's just getting free So this drugs. is some sort of, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not saying it's suspicious, but I'm saying it's fucking suspicious. You so put, um, your free, put your drugs in there, man. I'll get rid of them for you. Wow. 
So a McCarran spokesperson said somebody's getting getting paid to show up and pick up other people's. Drugs. We've had varieties of other things disposed in the bins besides marijuana. For example, I was sent a picture of one of the bins containing pills, vape pens, rolled tobacco-looking products, prescription pill bottles, and marijuana-infused drinks. That's just in one box. I'm just thinking that they should have. How many people are over. showing up at Mc? Well, it is Vegas, but how many? I mean, really though. How many people are showing up being like, oh, I forgot about my... Well, I mean, with the weed thing, though, if you if you know it's legal there, I think maybe people aren't anticipating it's going to be taken away from them in the same state that they were able to legally purchase it in. Okay, Airports but you're are flying weird, in but, a yeah, plane. You shouldn't know at this point. But it's that... like that thing if you're flying from Nevada to Oregon and it's well, legal... Well, I can't in... bring my switchblade on the plane. What do you mean? Well, I'm talking more about, like, weed. Like, yeah, if you're right. flying from Nevada where it's legal to Oregon, which it's legal. Like, you would... I, In my mind, I would probably be like, well, that should be okay because I'm just going from legal place to legal place. But yeah. apparently not. So there you go. Boxes full of drugs, everybody, at McCarran Airport. Smart. All right. Out of Erie, Pennsylvania, a woman is headed to prison... After police say she decided to shoot her brother in an argument over the volume of the television. Oh. Yep, this happened uh, so this happened yesterday morning, just after 9.30 in the morning. Wow, that's a, not a good way to start the day. Erie, Pennsylvania police arrested 50-year-old Sandra Hobson on charges including aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangering, a firearms violation, and disorderly conduct. So was it too loud or too quiet? Why did it she shoot? was. I think she said it was too loud. Too loud. Okay. What was he watching? Uh, so she was complaining about her brother. So her brother, uh, 62-year-old Edward Hobson, hit her with his cane after she started complaining about the volume. Oh, boy. And then he ran out of the house. <laughs> well, investigators run. say that she followed and then picked up a gun. <laughs> that is a rather big ex- That's escalation. That's an escalation. That's zero to 100 pretty quickly. He hit her with his cane. Then he ran. Presumably not that fast yeah, if he has gonna, a cane. I was going to say... Well, investigators How fast are we going here? Say that she followed, firing multiple shots from her 22 caliber handgun. I mean, that's a that's a big escalation. Yeah. Well, one of the shots hit him in the leg, which he was not pleased with. Uh, Sandra Hobson was held in prison with her bail set at fifty thousand dollars. So, don't know if she's still sitting in there or not. What was it? What was he watching? I don't know. It doesn't say. So he thumped her with his cane and tried to Give get her away. Good thumping. Yikes. I want to know what it was. Was it really the volume or was it what he was watching? Mm, I don't, Greg, I don't know. He's watching rain. It's not, rain does not, well, rain makes you kind of, actually I had to keep taking breaks from rain because every time the actress who plays Mary Queen of Scots would be like, I am your queen and you shall obey me. I'm like, I Stop saying the same thing over and over again. We all know you're the queen, Mary. You've been the queen since you were six days old, Mary. Shut the fuck up, Mary. Sounds like a real fun show. It was. They were very Game of Thrones. I am your queen. They were Game of Thronesy too because we'll there invade is like England this... from the north. We'll make it ours. Well, they really had no qualms about killing people. That's my favorite Renaissance voice for like any of those shows. There's always like what? the old the old guy in any kind of medieval type show like. We'll invade England from the north and make it ours. It's a good, solid, like, like uh, kingly kind of voice. Crazy old man voice. That doesn't sound kingly. You sound like a, like one of the crazy, like, yeah, like maybe people not who the are king, heading up the army. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the sergeant or whoever it is. Yes. Uh-huh. Or the commander. Yes. Go to the village and recruit the men. We'll invade England and make it ours. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. 
I should probably join. I feel like shows. you need to clear your throat or something. No, you gotta have it. No, you have to have all that. I don't like stuff. that. That's too much. Well, invade England and make it ours. Yeah, it's got to be all flemmy and. If anybody's auditioning for a show like that, please let me know. You're too small, Greg. Actually, no. no. Uh-uh. No, those guys were all no, angry Francis, and small. because King Francis from the show was a sickly child. You could be like one of the sickly kings. <laughs> Whatever. They're extra angry, the, the sniffly they ones. They sure are, the sniffly, yeah. sickly ones. Those are yeah. the ones that always go a little crazy. Behead him! Oh, then you got to go with a higher voice, though, for those ones. Queen Mother, I must, I want him. I demand it. I'm your king. I will take your head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They always say, I will take your head for this. Mm -hmm. I'll take your head. Oh, that doesn't sound right. What? What are you looking at? All right. Finally, I'm We'll evade from the north and make it ours. God, I just want you to, like, wash your mouth or something. Mm -hmm. No, but they all have, that's how they all speak. You'll notice it now. All right, do I have one more story? Uh, thank you to Cammy who sent this to me <laughs> a couple times. It's disturbing, but just so you know. Just so you know. Out of Cors- uh, Corsicana, Texas. Starts out pretty basic. A Corsicana, Texas woman was arrested after she was caught shoplifting. But the story does not stop there. Oh. Shannon Shunta, 32 years old was apprehended outside of a grocery store after she had stolen some product. Doesn't say what she stole. And put up a fight. Oh, actually, I think we we eventually find out one of the things that she stole. Uh, And put up a fight, but officers were able to place her under arrest, even with her struggles, and put her into the back of the police cruiser. Unbeknownst to the officers, Shannon Shunta had some drugs on her. Uh Uh-oh. She didn't know what to do with them. Drugging it. She then decided that, uh-oh, I'm already in trouble. She needed to do something about the drugs on her. She decided to, she needed to try and mask the drugs that she had on her. Mm-hmm. Try to hide them away from the police. Okay. So what she decided to do is intentionally defecate her pants to try and cover it all up. Smart. Mm-hmm. Very, very she smart. She pooped in the police car to try and hide all of her stuff in her okay. stuff. Uh, so during transport, according to the police report, it says <laughs> the suspect intentionally defecated in her pants, concealing the 2.3 grams of crack cocaine, one crack pipe, and a Valentine's Day card. <laughs> no. No. She had a Valentine's Day card stuck. In her pants. Oh, boy. You know, that seems like the hardest thing to, to hide. With the pipe and the crack, yeah, the, the card that is a lot of. I mean, it's a big flat surface. Well, she did indeed get away with covering everything. However, it was uncovered, and she was charged with possession and many other things. <laughs> if it were me, it'd just be like, well, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll let turn you loose. I know that's so, what I think that was. It's what like she you got to wear with it. I think that's what she was hoping. It would work for me. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to deal with that. Uh, Keelan says, Your life is hard enough as it is for me to deal with that crack pipe. Go. Keelan says, There's no salary that would adequately compensate me. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I wonder how often that works. I mean, there are probably some people who are like, I just can't even fucking deal with this right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's so gross. 
Anyway, so uh, she didn't get away with it, and these people, uh, they decided to do their jobs and uncovered the paraphernalia, and she was arrested. No word on what the, Chris, uh, the Valentine's Day card said, though. Oh, young love. That's yeah. a world of crazy. Who was that for? Somebody's at home like, oh, I thought you were getting me a Valentine's Day. Let me wipe it and give it to you. Oh, gross. That's so gross. So, so gross. It's so romantic. It's... It is, in a way. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. What time is it here? We got a, a couple of minutes left. Oh, yeah. And we have our appointment. I forgot. We do. Mm-hmm. We have our appointment to go get our taxes done. Whoa. And we have to turn them in, actually, to block. Advisors. Advisors. Mm-hmm. With our pal Gilbert over at Block Advisors. It's part of H&R Block, and that's where we go and get our taxes done. And honestly, it does make it so much easier. So we really it does. appreciate them. I feel like them. less existential dread. When we Less. go there. Yeah, because I, mean, I know I can hand it off to him. because it's taxes, but it makes it easier. Yeah, because I can hand it off to him and to block advisors, and I know that it'll be done correctly. So that way, at least that part's out of, the, out of concern. And you can call Gilbert, 503-233-0447, 503-233-0447, set up an appointment to get your taxes done, because none of us like to do them, but that's why we go to people who know how to handle them right. And they make sure that... You get all of your proper discounts and deductions, and taxes are a confusing, crazy world that they I don't sure like are. to be involved yeah. in. And so that's why I appreciate H&R Block and Block Advisors. So that's where we'll be going here in a little that's bit. Wonderful. All right. Um, there was there was a closing ceremonies for the Olympics. You know what? We're going to skip ball talk for today. Oh, okay. There's just there's not not a lot of good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So. But tomorrow, I will have some good things. All right. I like the sound Some good of that. things tomorrow for that. On the horizon. On the horizon. Blumbade from the north. Oh. Anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up for today. Mm. And then uh, we'll be back tomorrow. But we do have a lot of stuff coming up this week. Wednesday, look forward to an announcement. Yes. An announcement on Wednesday. And also, thank you so much uh, to everyone... Again, for coming this weekend. Also, thanks to everyone who's been buying tickets to come with us to Alaska. Absolutely. Like, this shit is happening. This is so amazing. I I am, I am, keep forgetting that it's only, like, a couple months away. It is, yeah. And uh, we are so excited that everyone who's choosing to join us, and it's just going to be a magical trip. So if this is something that interests you, we have the click-through link on our website. Go ahead, check it out, see well, the details. And just to explain what it is, Fun Employment Radio is going to Alaska. So we're going to be taking the show up to Anchorage for a few days in April, and we're inviting people to come along with us. What's going to be included is a bar tour, personal bar tour of Anchorage, a private show of Fun Employment Radio where we'll be recording the show with you in attendance at a a private secret bar that we will be at mm-hmm. in Anchorage. You, This is not on any map, I can assure you. <laughs> and then on top of that, Courage will be performing live in Alaska. So it's going to be kind of a three-day fun Anchorage trip and you are all invited to join us, funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. And thanks to everybody who is picking up tickets and, and coming on up there. You know, I know that's a big commitment, but it's it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, and if you can, I mean, of course, like, I, we love you all regardless, but if you can, it's going to be fun. Yeah, and, it'll be a good time. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's going to be ridiculous. All right. Again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And also, 
Oh. Well, I, I'd want to make sure we could say something yes, about this, yes, but absolutely. just a shout out to our friend. Uh, and I think a lot of people may know her, Amanda Pants. Amanda. Amanda Pants is one of the sunshines in our lives, and she had to have uh, surprise open heart surgery this past weekend. She's doing great. Yeah. She's on the road to recovery, but that's very scary. Scary, scary stuff. If you've ever done anything with Bridgetown Comedy Festival, you know how completely invaluable she is to that. Yeah, and Amanda, and and she's one of the first people I met when I moved here. We've been friends for well over a decade, and she's just a, such a delight and a special friend of both of ours. So we're very happy she made it through the surgery, and just keep her in your thoughts. And yeah. we know everyone's going through their stuff, so hug your friends tight and your family, and we love you all. Absolutely. And, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Love you all. Bye. Bye.